You're listening to the Social Selling Simplified Podcast. Stick around if you too are obsessed with learning things that actually work and believe that success leaves clues. We're all about identifying results-producing roadmaps and getting super clear on how to scale and grow your online business. From part-timer to president, social selling expert Ashley Shaw will help you connect the dots and take the guesswork out of what works to grow a social selling empire. It's time to hear from social selling legends, listen in on truthful conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks to reduce the marketing overwhelm so you can build the social selling business of your dreams. If you're ready to go all in, no holding back, and build the business you've always wanted, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, social selling guru, and fitness industry OG, Ashley Shaw. Welcome to Social Selling Simplified. I'm your host, Ashley Shaw, and today is all about how to find a consistent stream of your people without being salesy. So the number one reason why people start a business is definitely not to have to be salesy, have commission breath, feel icky, and not feel like they're building the business of their dreams. Yet so often and so commonly are there people in the network marketing world or people trying to build their business, solopreneurs that get in this state of feeling that there's this disconnect between I've got to find customers or leads and yet I don't want to use this salesy method that maybe I've been taught. So today is all about learning how to actually build a consistent stream of your people without relying on those hey girl hustle tactics, without relying on those old ways that maybe at one time they worked, but now definitely people are not so much into just sliding into their DMs and they're a lot more cautious and aware of who they let in and how they respond. So in order for us to properly understand how to find a constant stream of your people, we first need to talk about two things to preface this. We need to talk about what a constant stream actually is, and we need to talk about your people. So there are two tools here that are really important to understand if you want to continuously bring people in and wow them so that they actually want to buy from you. So the first thing that you need to do is get really, really, really clear on who your ideal customer is. The reason that that's so important is that you don't want to build a constant stream of just anyone. And if you're not intentional with that stream of who your people are, then you're going to be attracting just anyone. And so the ideal customer in really honing in on who this person is, what they are really looking for, what keeps them up at night, what are the psychographics, what do they do, what are they trying to do in their lives, what goals are they going after, These things are all really important because it's going to change the way that you talk to this person. And so when you're thinking about your ideal customer, a home run is that when you sit down to write a post, you are speaking directly to that one 
person because when we talk to everyone, we are essentially talking to no one and no one is paying attention if they're not being directly spoken to. Social media is such a noisy place that you have to be intentional with who you are speaking to directly. And in fact, if this is a tough area for you and you're looking for some tools to help you, I do have an ideal customer worksheet that is definitely going to help you get much more clear on exactly how to ask the right questions and to start actually interviewing these people to find the answers. Because I find when people just guess at this, we don't get it right. Because sometimes the way that we say something is different from our ideal customer. And unless we get that right, it's not going to slow the scroll. So you can go to ashleyshaw.ca slash ideal customer in order to get this worksheet. I'm going to make that available for you to really help you hone in on this process. So again, that's ashleyshaw.ca slash ideal customer. That is step number one. Get super duper clear on who your ideal customer is so that you can speak directly to them throughout this process. It's not enough to just spray and pray. Say your ideal customer is just a mom and that's who you're talking to. Like you want to be really specific. Like she's a mom. She's got two kids under three years old. She has no time for herself. She barely has time in the day to take off her mascara. Her husband is a shift worker. She ends up eating the Cheerios out of her children's bowl at the end of the day because she doesn't have time to cook for herself or so she believes, et cetera. You want to really know that narrative and what she's thinking and what she's doing. The second thing that we need to understand here is that if you want to find a constant stream of people, a funnel is really what you're looking to build because the old school way that really fails us is that you send someone a DM and it's a numbers game. So maybe you send a hundred messages. You hope that, you know, 10 people get back to you and you follow up with them. And then the same thing starts again the next day. So the reason that fails us is that one, that's not a constant stream. That is really, uh, you know, going out and someone, you know, where they say the analogy of teaching someone to fish versus fishing is it fishing for them? I feel like I'm totally getting that analogy confused. Whatever that, and it, it's just the mom brain. It just like some days just washes right over me. And I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> I think that every mom goes through this, but it just feels super real when sometimes you're in deep thought and you're like, I have no idea. I should know that. Anyway, there's an analogy out there. Hopefully you remember what it is, but this is about teaching you how to fish instead of doing, I'm going to say it's doing the fishing for you. That's the difference between going and just DMing people every day versus actually having a constant stream of people that you're pushing through a funnel and it works like a bit more of a flywheel. So if you've never heard the concept of a flywheel, this is from the book, Good to Great. And what this really is like, so if you picture on the back of, you know, those boats that have, again, this is going to be a really, really detailed example here. On the back of those boats, I'm thinking of like Ozarks. 
they buy this like casino boat and on the back of it was this like flywheel looking thing that brings water in and then moves along. Hopefully you know what I mean. Those things, that's a flywheel. So when you think of a constant stream of people, the only way to get people from the top and the bottom is to have a process that someone starts up at, they become aware of you and then they would go down to you know, choosing, do they want to actually interact with you? Like, do they like what they're seeing? Then they might join your community. Then they may give you their email. Then they may eventually decide to buy from you. And then they start referring people. They become a coach and the same thing starts over. They love it. They're getting results. So they make more people aware of the opportunity, et cetera, et cetera. So that is more of when you think about a constant stream You have to be on that side of things. Like you have to be thinking about the funnel side of things and this flywheel of how you're going to be getting a constant stream of people. That's why the Hey Girl Hustle Fails people is that it is really this discipline every day of just sending a certain number of messages with your fingers crossed that hopefully one day maybe you go viral. That that feels like So 2010 to me is like just crossing your fingers, making videos, hoping you're going to go viral. Like just, I don't know, like you might as well just pull out ICQ while we're at it here. It just doesn't make a lot of sense to bank your business on that. So moving into the constant stream of leads, moving into the funnel idea, moving into the flywheel, we want to think about there's a couple of key steps that happen in this flywheel to get your business moving in the right direction. So you have this constant stream of people. So I'm going to describe these six steps that happen from the top of your funnel and work your way down through the funnel. So the first stage is awareness. People have to become aware of you in order to take action. That's the first thing that needs to happen. Second is they need to engage with you. So it's not just enough for them to know about you. They they usually will move to the next stage of engagement. So they're commenting on posts, they're liking things, they're sharing, they're saving. Maybe they're engaging on, you know, your podcast comments or maybe you have you write a blog and they're engaging there. It's actually taking some sort of action to engage with your content and what you're putting out there. Then they move to subscribe. So They would be giving you an email address. Maybe it's a phone number, probably not, but maybe. um, And they're giving you their digits and saying, yeah, like I like what you have to offer. I trust you. I think we're on the same page here. We're jiving. So I'm going to give you something. The next stage here is you actually want to convert them. And this means like, it's like a tiny offer. So this could be a smaller size, like little bite size product that you have. And this could be like the lowest price offering of something you have. Like for, for our funnel, we have 20 posts for $20. So it's like a small, like tiny offer, or you want them to commit time. So that could be jumping on a call with you. That could be booking a webinar, um, like watching something from you. You want them to commit to something at that point. Then you're going to really want to get them excited. This is where you can really wow them. Maybe it's 
you know, they end up booking a webinar and they get a free download from you or something, or maybe they buy this little product from you and you give them a free coaching session or something like that. It's like they've decided to pull out their wallet and you are like, no, the surprises are not over, Nancy. This is what's coming next. And you just totally wow them. Then from there, you're going to put your core offering in front of them. So this could be, you know, this is where you want the majority of your customers to go. And you might have a ladder where you have, you know, a basic product, let's say at $97. And then there's another offer for, let's say, $300 for um, visualizing this. And then maybe you have another offer above that that's $500 or something. So that is a little bit more of an advanced way to think about a funnel maybe than you've thought about it before. And the reason that I, you know, share this with you is it's important to think about your business in those stages, because I found when I first learned about this, there were certain things we were not doing a good job of, and that we're still working on trying to do a better job of. You know, so if I take you guys through my business and some of our examples, this may help you really see in your business where there are some opportunities because the more that you can help fill in these gaps, the more you're going to have this constant stream of leads. And so let's go through these and then I'm going to give you two bonus ones that actually help people go from, I bought something from you to, I'm now going to tell everyone I know and promote your product. So if we start with awareness, these are things like when you look at your social media reach, that's going to tell you how aware people are of you. And is that reach increasing? Like that's an important number to look at. And you can, you know, look on your insights in Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn or wherever you post to see are more and more people seeing my stuff. That's the, you know, an organic way to look at it. Maybe you have a website, you can look at unique visitors to see. Now, if you're paying for advertising, then you can start looking at your pixel size and how big your audience is getting. So those are some of the ways that you could quantify awareness and how is that net getting cast like bigger and bigger with the right people. Next, when you move to engage the way that I look at this is social interaction. So I have a number that I'm watching when it comes to adding, I add up all my likes and comments and saves and shares and video views. And so that's how many times people have engaged with my stuff. So I can see, you know, maybe my reaches is, is good and it's growing, but if no one's engaging with it, it means I've got to relook at how am I asking for engagement and is my content really where it needs to be or not? Like, do I need to rethink that? So that's how you might look at engage is what do those social interactions look like? Maybe you have a blog, you might look at website comments there, or maybe you have a podcast, you're going to look at comments there. So you're looking for people to actually take some sort of action that tells you that they are engaged with what you're doing in some way. Then we have subscribe. So this means you're actually getting an email from them. So you're putting an offer in front of them and then you're collecting leads. So you may look at a lead number here to see how many leads actually came in through that channel. And so it may be a freebie offer that you have for them. Maybe you have a Facebook group and 
that is the way people can subscribe to you, right? Because technically it's like, it is still them subscribing to you if they say, oh, I want to be a member of your community. Like that's a number that could tell you how often people are wanting to subscribe to you. Then next you would move into convert. So with this metric, you may look at how many of those tiny offers did you sell? What is the rate at which, if you're doing this old school, it might be like, how many people did I actually send to go buy that offer? And then how many people actually bought it? Like that's sort of a conversion number that you can, if you were just doing some like, as an old boss used to call it cigarette math, if you were just doing that, that might be how you figure that out, right? You take the number of people that bought divided by how many people did you send to that page? If you're more advanced and you have a website, you'd be able to get a conversion percentage number, like how many people actually bought that little offer. This is interesting too, because I think if you're in network marketing, you don't necessarily have to send them to the full shebang. Like, you know, if you're a Beachbody coach, maybe it's a challenge pack, or, you know, if you're from Young Living or Rodan and Fields, like it could be something else that is your core offer, but maybe you have a little tiny offer that you send them to first, which is really good to put one, it's not necessarily supposed to function as like cash in your pocket, but what it should do is if you are running ads, it should help pay to get those leads. So it like sort of offsets the cost of that, this little tiny offer that you have. It could be, you know, $20 and I'm going to give you, I'm just making this up right now, but like 21 days of accountability in my group or something like that. So that is what convert is. And then you want to think about how you could excite them. So this is really great if you have like an extra video or an extra bonus or something in there that you can make them super duper excited. Maybe it's a little mini session with you. And then the goal is to make the offer to your core offer or product where you actually ask them for the, to, to move forward with the challenge pack. Now, there are many ways that you can do this, right? It doesn't all have to be built into email automations and have to be complicated. Like it can just be a strategic step that you take and you start to build out as you're just getting started. Now, the intensity at which I look at, you know, building this funnel is going to, it would look very different if I were to look at this three years ago and think of like where I started versus where I am now. Because if I were to talk to you like Ashley three years ago, what would your funnel look like? It would be super basic numbers. Like awareness, I would just be looking at reach. Engagement, I would just be looking at social interactions. Subscribe, I would just be looking at leads. Convert. I don't know that I would have a convert yet. I might not. And excite, you know, I might have done a free call with them and then made the offer to work with me at the next level. So it's not like you're going to go into this knowing it all, but it's just really great to know if you want to build a consistent stream of people, then you definitely want to be thinking through these steps because it's going to help you make that stream more and more and more consistent the more that you understand these steps. So after people move to Ascend, then they're going to move to the Advocate box, which we haven't talked about because after Ascend, you have Advocate and you have Promote. So this is where the flywheel function really starts to come together because you don't want to have all these people that are 
just hitting results, being successful, and then nothing happens with them. What you really want to be able to do is get them to a place that you know that they're getting success. So you have something built into your system that you're getting testimonials from them. Video testimonials are like so, so very good. They're awesome to be able to use in your business. Written are great too, but video are just like, yeah, that's where the, the money is, is to be able to get video testimonials. So maybe every time, you know, a customer of yours hits a milestone, like that's part of your process that you ask for a video testimonial. And then the last stage here is promote. So promote is going to be how do you get these people that have provided you with testimonials to actually tell their friends and family? Or maybe at that point, that's when you ask them to become a coach because then they're going to promote all the products and it's just going to be this full circle back to your business. So those are the two, let's call them bonus steps, but I think the ones that we don't want to forget. So when we look at this, as a full picture, you can see that there's uh, six, seven, eight different little steps that build out this constant stream of incoming customers that sort of functions as this flywheel that can push your business forward and just build momentum. And the best thing about a flywheel is that the more that a flywheel is moving and in motion, the more momentum you get, and the more that light taps on the flywheel, keep it going and it's just swinging around faster and faster and faster without having to push it. But in the beginning, when you're trying to get that flywheel moving, it takes a lot of pushes. You know the other flywheel? Price is right. Think of that big old spinny thing that you push and it's like it goes to a monetary amount, sometimes zero, but hopefully not. And you know, when you first go to like, you see those people struggling, they're like trying to get that flywheel to move. Then they, they get to the bottom of it and it goes easier. And then it just goes around and around and around. That's essentially what you're doing. You're getting those first pushes in and awareness, engage, subscribe. And as it gets going, everything in your business is easier. So that, my friends, is how you build a consistent stream of your people without being salesy. Because as you can see, we did not talk about how to sell people better. We actually talked about how to help them along their journey in those eight steps. And it's all very authentic, right? Like all those stages, like exciting them, like it doesn't get better than that. It isn't about, oh, I got to sell them here. It's like, no, you got to get them excited. You've got to get them to engage. You want to get them to subscribe. All of these steps are on purpose. They're intentional. It's not about selling at all. Like selling is just serving. So I want you to start to think about your mindset moving in that way, that selling is just serving. And that's what we're here to do. So the takeaways from today's episode, I really want you to write down awareness. How can I make people aware in my business and how can I monitor that number? Same with engagement. How can I get people to engage more in my posts and how can I start to track that number to know that I'm moving in the right direction? Uh, same with subscribe, convert, excite, ascend, advocate, and promote. And if you love this episode today, 
I am trying to create more and more great content that you love, that saves you time, that makes you money, and makes you feel authentic AF in your business. So drop me some comments below. Let me know what topics do you need to do those three things in your business? Because us here at Ashley Shaw and the Fitness Leader Institute, we are here to do that for you. And if you haven't joined Business Bootcamp for fitness coaches, definitely check us out in our Facebook group. We'd love to have you in there and help answer all the questions that you have and get you moving really confidently in the direction of your dreams. Thank you so much for listening today, guys. We'll see you next time on Social Selling Simplified. Thanks for taking the time to level up today. If you're ready to commit to personal and professional growth, move forward, make money and grow your health and fitness business, head to my free community on Facebook, Business Bootcamp for Fitness Coaches, so I can support you every step along the way. Thank you so much for tuning in today and we'll see you right back here next week on Social Selling Simplified.